know, uh, many years ago, um, I mean, some of you know this, that uh, before I got married, I, uh, I used to share the house with uh, two, three boys. And one of them was, uh, one of them was Stancy, whom some of you know. And uh, Stancy told, us, told me this New Year joke, which uh, has always remained with me, which is in his church in the Gulf, apparently there's this tradition that till about uh, 11.55, they have various programs. And at 12 on the dot, I think uh, they would all stand up together and the elder of the church prays all of them into the new year. So what happened is uh, the uncle who was praying prior to this, he was supposed to stop at 11.55. But, you know, right, he was uh, in the mood and 11.55, 56, 57, 58, 59, everybody opened their eyes and he's still praying. So then they all knew that, you know, they missed this moment. So one of the uncle walks to the clock and shifts it back by five minutes. <laughs> and, then, and then they all pray once again and then cross the new year. <laughs> so, so today for a short meditation, uh, we'll just look into a very familiar portion in the Bible, which is Matthew chapter 25. Okay, so this is a parable which, uh, which most of us know about. Uh, it's a very simple parable. I will try to make it as short as, as short as I can. Please give me your attention, right? Matthew chapter 25 and verses 14 onwards. For it is uh, just like a man about to go on a journey who called his own slaves and entrusted his possessions to them. To one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, each according to his own ability. And he went on his journey. Immediately the one who had received the five talents went and traded with them and gained five more talents. In the same manner, the one who had received the two talents gained two more. But he who received the two talents went away and dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's money. Now after a long time, the master of those slaves came and settled accounts with them. The one who had received the five talents came up and brought five more talents, saying, Master, you entrusted five to me. See, I have gained five more talents." His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You are faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master. Also the one who had received the two talents came up and said, Master, you entrusted two talents to me. See, I have gained two more. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You are faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master. And the one who had received the one talent came up and said, Master, I knew you to be a hard man reaping where you did not sow and gathering where you scattered the seed, where you scattered no seed. And I was afraid and went away and hid your talent in the ground. So see, you have what is yours. But his master answered and said to him, you wicked, lazy slave, you knew that I reap where I did not sow and gather where I scattered no seed. The story goes on, but I, I think I'll, I'll, I'll stop here. You know, every year in the month of December is when is when in my company and in most of your companies, um, you would have something called an appraisal, right? You sit at the end of the year, and uh, in our company, we sit with a manager, and we look at what we committed to and what we delivered. And when we go back to office uh, starting tomorrow, uh, we will eventually get our ratings. And that's a benchmark of uh, did we miss the mark, did we overachieve, did we underachieve? I just want all of us to really focus on December 31 this year, 2018, right? December 31 end of uh, 2018, 
what would our appraisal be if if god were to uh, do an appraisal with you so that is what i want you guys to focus upon now in this particular uh, parable that we read now the previous parable which is the parable of the 10 virgins and this parable this this parable is meant for us living in today's time between the two appearance of jesus between his first and second coming in fact if you look at uh, chapter 24 it says be ready for his coming and then jesus talks about these two parables now here in this parable this parable is meant for people like us right here it says in verse 14 just a few quick observations okay verse 14 it says that this man was about to go on a journey and then he goes on his journey and then he distributes these talents so this is this this is the age that we are in right jesus has gone and he is going to come again and during this time that we are in this world he has given each of us certain talents and it says in verse 15 that to each one he gave according to his ability i just want you guys to remember a few phrases here each one was given according to his ability not all of them were given the same set of talents but they were given according to their abilities verse 16 says immediately the one who had received the five talents he went and did business with it and he multiplied okay he did it immediately verse 19 it says that after a long time it doesn't say the master came immediately after a long time the master comes back and that's the day of reckoning right and there was a settling of the accounts that happened when the master came so he came after a long time he came again and there was a settling of the accounts now if you move on um uh, the 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 character a he he multiplied his talents and god says that you know well done good and faithful servant enter into the joy of your master and he says i will put you in charge of many things enter into the joy of the master if you look at it the reward here is i will put you in charge of many things i just want you to remember this i will put you in charge of many things enter into the joy of the master he tells he gives the same commendation to character 2 as well and then we go to the man uh, you know who who basically did nothing the man of excuses right he 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 just dug a hole in the ground and just buried his talent there and then uh, god curses him he possibly was not saved uh, we read that uh, you know he is in a place where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth now what i want us to quickly just look at is um, you know god has given each of us talents right he has given each of us talents there's nobody sitting here who can claim that there has been absolutely no talents given to him now the fact is you know uh, sometimes many a times in our christian circles we focus on gifts or talents uh, which are which are visible right if somebody has the gift of speaking then he seen as somebody right you have for big preachers you have big pastors um, uh, or you have the elders you know not everybody is called to be what is most visible right here it says each one was given according to his ability so god depending on the ability that each one of us have have given us certain talents right and what is happening is he is going to come again it says that he came back after a long time but he is certainly going to come again and there is going to be this day when there's going to be the settling of accounts right he is going to ask for a settling of the accounts that is going to be the day of judgment that is going to be the day of reckoning that is going to be our appraisal time and what i like this i like the this uh, the character a what it says in verse 16 is the talents were given to him and immediately immediately he got into the task of putting those talents to use 
He didn't waste any time. He didn't waste any time. Immediately, he got onto the business of multiplying the talents what God gave him. So I was thinking of, uh, you know, how much time do we waste with the talents that God has given us, right? Many a times at the end of a year in, in a meeting like this, we might say, you know, God was faithful, but I couldn't do anything much. But here, this person goes about the task immediately. He immediately goes about multiplying the talents, and he doubles it, and he comes back to the master. Now, what I also liked here is, um, is, is, is on the day when the accounts were settled, look at the confidence with him with which this person meets the master. He says, Master, you entrusted five talents to me. See, I have gained five more. He's not coming to his master, you know, very sheepishly, knowing that he hasn't done his job. He's, in fact, facing his master with confidence. He's saying, Master, you gave me five. I have done, I have, here, here's five more. Many a times, um, I was just thinking, you know, possibly the situation that you, you have at your work, when you get your appraisal done, if you know that you have done well that year, you, know, you don't fear any appraisal. You come to the, you come to the management with confidence. And here, this guy, he went about doing his job immediately. He didn't waste any time. He comes and faces the master with confidence and says, hey, master, you gave me five. Here's five more. That's, what he that's why God tells that he was a good and faithful servant. Now, one of the things that uh, came to my mind uh, as I was um, preparing this is God gave all of them talents, right? Or he gave them resource. He gave them a time period. When he was leaving, he gave something, and he's coming back to take an account. So he's, he's given resources, he's given time, and during that time, there is an opportunity for you to invest those talents and be profitable to God and for God's kingdom, right? So there's resource, there's time, there's opportunity to be profitable for the kingdom of God. And you know, God, with the talents that he has given us, with the gifts that he has given us, he's given us resource, He's given us this opportunity. The period that we are living in is the, is the window of opportunity that we have to deploy those resources and be profitable for the kingdom of God. How good are we at this, right? How good are we at this? Are we really enthusiastic like this person? Are we going about the task of deploying this and making a profit for God's kingdom? If God were to evaluate us, are we a loss-making uh, I'm not talking of profit and loss like the way the world sees, but for the kingdom of God, are we, are, are we deploying this profitably or are we just wasting our time? And then, uh, and then this is, a, the, I mean, while I was preparing this message, this is what uh, really struck me. Verse uh, 21, the latter part says, I will put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master. Now, what it says is, if you were faithful with the talents that you were given while you were in this world, when the Lord comes in eternity, what you're going to do is dependent upon what, how faithful you were in this world. And, and I was reading through various commentaries that spoke about this verse. It says that your position in eternity, not your salvation, but your position in eternity is dependent on what you do in this world. And I was like, wow, what I do here has an impact for eternity. And how faithful am I, right? I mean, am I lazy? Or am I really deploying that for eternity's sake? Sometimes we think that, you know, heaven is just about, you know, just chilling out and lazing around. You know, we sometimes picture heaven as, um, 
as possibly you know we have these angels flying around like butterflies and star streaks and floating on clouds and singing country roads take me home possibly i don't know but but you know heaven is heaven is not like that heaven is a place where there's productive work it is going to be joyful work but there is work in heaven and what you do here has an impact on what is going to happen in eternity with your position how serious is that guys isn't that serious when well, i thought that was really really serious and he tells this to in verse 21 and he tells this in verse 23 he says i will put you in charge of many things enter into the joy of your master the master is welcoming you into his joy so remember what you do here has an impact on your position in eternity not on your salvation but on your position in eternity so we move from character a and b a and b um, I, i mean i'm not really getting into too much of difference there now we come to the most interesting character the lazy fellow right the man of excuses now this guy has some audacity right verse 24 it says master i knew you to be a hard man reaping where you did not sow and gathering where you scattered no seed and i was afraid and went away and hid your talent to the ground see you have what is yours wow what guts right <laughs> to come to the master and tell him you know i dug it here and here's 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 that and i was just thinking you know often times when it comes to using our gifts when it comes to using our talents there are no dearth of excuses and, and and sometimes those excuses are genuine it's we might really be having certain certain genuine situations but for how long right but for how long god is calling you to be profitable to his kingdom and here we have the excuse of time we have the excuse of maybe traffic we have the excuse of family we have the excuse of 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 whatever it might be but the fact is and here this guy is actually blaming god he's actually blaming his master he's telling him that because you are like that i am not able to you know i didn't i didn't bother to do it or rather possibly it's like us sometimes we are unhappy with god we are like why did you put me in this situation why did you put me in this job why did you not give me time why did you know we might have a lot of excuses but those excuses don't last those excuses have no place if god has given you a talent expected to deploy it expected to not just deploy it but expected to make a profit out of that a spiritual profit out of that and make a spiritual profit out of that for his kingdom's sake so i was really thinking about various um, various um, um, areas in my life where possibly i have been lazy just lazy just lethargic having all the excuses in the world i know we live in a busy world but the fact is that busyness really does not excuse us when it comes to deploying our resources for god's kingdom and look at what god uh, what what the master says right he says that you wicked lazy slave you knew that i reap where i do not sow and gather where i scattered no seed he is taking that guy's words itself and he and and and, and the master is so bugged with this guy and it says that you know uh, therefore take away that talent from him and give it to the one who has 10 talents and it says for to everyone who has more will be given and he will have an abundance but from the one who does not have when what he does have shall be taken away that is 
if you don't use your talents, God will lose the talents of others to serve his purpose. His purposes will always stand, but then we are going to miss that opportunity to be profitable for God and for his kingdom. Now, I was just thinking, uh, uh, like I said, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll keep this very, very short, but, you know, through the day today, we heard about um, uh, various ministries that the church is involved in, a lot of people putting in their efforts. What I really want to tell you is that, uh, you know, each of you, each of, I mean, me included, we all have gifts, right? 2018, when we gather here or wherever, you know, we should be coming to God like this guy, you know, the character A, coming to God and saying that, you know, I have given my best to God in 2018. I have deployed my talents to the best of the abilities that you have given me. And I want to, I really want uh, each of us to really think, what are those areas where you think you can contribute, right? There could be, um, like I said, your gift may not really be a, a visible gift, but that does not matter. In fact, many times it is the other gifts which really leave a deep impact in the life of others. In the Bible, we read that the gifts that are given to you are for the benefit of the other people in the church. But you should please, please don't sit like a passenger in a bus. Each of us are drivers here. And please identify which are those gifts and which are those areas wherein you can make yourself useful and profitable for the kingdom of God. You know, some of you might uh, have, 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 have the gift of serving. Look for opportunities to serve in the church. You know, I have this wonderful example, and, and I'm really sorry that I didn't take the permission of uh, this person. But, uh, you know, we as a church, after we got incorporated as a trust, uh, we had a lot of paperwork to do. And, uh, and, uh, and let me tell you, the, the most monotonous job was to look through some seven, eight years of record and, and look at that uh, thing and write it down, physically write down some, Pratip would know, I don't know how many lines of records were there. Uh, I tried to do it for one year, but it was such, such a monotonous job, the most boring job. And you know, uh, <laughs> somebody in this church enthusiastically came up and said, you know, I will write that entire thing. And she did it. And because she did it, uh, you know, we got our registration from the income tax authorities. And, uh, you know, days ma'am, I see, I'm sorry, days ma'am, I didn't, I, didn't, um, I didn't ask you permission. But I'm just saying, that was days ma'am's way of just doing her bit. And because of that, we as a church, we got that exemption which was needed, which we didn't have actually for seven years. But we got it. A great example. She didn't come here and preach. Right? She just used her ability in whatever way she could so that it benefits all of us and none of you even knew about it. Like this, there could be so many things. I was an example of, uh, you know, uh, in our family, me and Johnny were struck by dengue at the same time. And, and the only way we went through that phase is because so many people here just got involved. You all had the gift of um, serving and ministry and, and we were beneficiaries of that, right? There were so many of you who actually stepped in. If you really have a concern for the orphans and the widows, there is the Kadesh ministry about which we heard. You know, you can actually jump in. And, and you know, uh, I haven't been to Kadesh in a while, but I remember that initial days when we used to go to Kadesh, seeing those kids makes us feel a lot more grateful, right? They have hardly 10% of what we have and what we take for granted. 
So there are so many opportunities. There are so many opportunities in this church. And guys, please don't. Uh, and, and you know, this is a church where everybody is expected to dive in, right? And everybody is given an opportunity. And it's, it's not like you, that, that, that anybody judges you or anybody doesn't want you to do things. You can come and talk to the elders and you can be a part of, uh, part of whatever you think you're called to do. But the, but the point is your resources and your talents are expected to be used. Please don't sit on it. Please don't waste your time. Don't be like that lazy guy and don't blame God. Maybe you don't like the gift that God has given you, but, but you know, God has determined that and he's given to you according to your ability. He has decided what your ability is. You know, I can't say, I don't like this. I should have got that. That's none of my business. He has decided. So let's please be uh, profitable to God. And you know, we often hear this, wow, how time flies. I'm sure next December when we come, we'll say, oh, one year just flew. Yeah, what did you do? Right? Were you so busy at work? Were you so busy running around trying to meet your targets in office? But did, did you create, were you of any profitable use to God in this one year? Just think about that. You know, the greatest commendation that we can get is the Lord saying, well done, good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of your master. And, and, and just imagine the position that you're going to have in eternity is dependent upon what we do here with our talents. So on this late night, um, you know, I don't want to talk anything more, but I just hope uh, uh, this message has spoken to you as much as it has spoken to me. So let's just remember this. This parable is talking about a situation between the two comings of our Lord. It is meant for this generation. It is meant for us. All of us have been given talents. There comes a day of settling of accounts. And what are we supposed to do? We are supposed to multiply what has been given to us and deploy it and make it profitable for the kingdom of God. And at that point of time, no excuses will be entertained, right? And we spoke of resources given to us. We spoke of a time that is given to us, which is this time. And there is this window of opportunity to be profitable for God and for his kingdom. So let us all be profitable for God. And let us never be like that lazy guy there. Let us never blame God for anything. Let us not blame our circumstances. But let us ensure that the talents that he has given us are deployed and is profitable for God. Also, let's always remember that what we do here has an impact for eternity as to what we will do. So I hope uh, this message has spoken to you. And I really hope, I would really encourage you to please identify what are the areas, what are your gifts. If you're not sure about that, talk to people in the church. Talk to our elders. They would guide you. If you're looking for opportunities to serve, please let any of us know. We can really help you with. There are ample opportunities in this church. And, I, and I've always believed that the local church that you're part of is the primary place for you to exercise your gifts. And, 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 and I don't think anybody in this church would ever discourage you from doing that. So let 2018 be a profitable year for us. Let 2018 be a year where we do great things for God. And by each of us doing great things for God, let CBF be a church uh, through which 
God does his mighty work in the city of uh, Bangalore and beyond. Thank you, and uh, God bless you all, and Happy New Year. Thank you, Charles, sir, for that reminder. So like Acharya said, so let this year be a profitable year, and let us make resolutions, not like the ones where we always say at the beginning of the month, I'm going to go join the gym, take a one-year subscription, guilty as charged right over here. Uh, but let this be a profitable year where we'll be using more of our time and our talents for the Lord and for the benefit of his kingdom. <clears throat> So with that, we have come to an end of our uh, watch night service. Um, before we all disperse and go back to our homes, I just want to read a couple of verses. Something is an encouragement for the new year. So you don't have to turn with me, but just hear me out. So Jeremiah 29 verse 11, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. And then Philippians 3 verse 13, the second part, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. And last, Lamentations 3, verse 22 and verse 23. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. So let this be our prayer every day that every day as we move forward, it's, it's a new day. And it's, a, it's something which God is going to be using us and we are going to use each and every day not for our own benefits but it's going to be profitable and using it for his kingdom and for his glory alone and so uh, as we come to an end i request uh, dear uh, liju chan to come forward and to close and uh, before we all disperse we have cakes being uh, baked by our dear sisters of cbf and also there are some promise cards uh, it'll be distributed by i believe some of the brothers and sisters of cbf and so with that, thank you very much. Have a good night and Happy New Year. I was supposed to do this prayer, prayer at 12. So can we turn the... <laughs> that clock was stopped. At, I mean, sorry. All right, so um, <clears throat> just going to pray. And 